You are listening to Radio Ramadan 365 Podcasts. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Welcome to Millennium Discourses with Sajjad Ayyub and Sheikh Ibrahim Skaterman. We're on Discourse 18, Expansion and Contraction. It's like breathing. So ebb and flow, expansion and contraction is a way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we must be thankful either way. Can you expand on that? Things, all movement is based on oscillation. Um, if things didn't oscillate, they'd, they would stand still. Um, you know, there's uh, uh, every atom pulsates. Every, all, all, all existence is based on oscillation. To, um, and, and it's that, that sense of oscillation that really produces a sense of, um, of, uh, of, of being alive. You know, so um, that 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 becomes uh, it's really apparent if you look at people who live in, in in climates where there are definite seasons, like in like where you are, like so, or, or even further north, say in Scandinavia, you have uh, you get the sense of um, you know that uh, in the in the, the dance part of the, so Scandinavians in 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 sort of February, they almost don't believe that summer's going to come. It is like, it is so long ago that, you know, and there's this immense sense of renewal and of new life uh, this time of the year, you know, when the, when the buds are coming and the birds are out and they're kind of like this, there's, uh, you know, the snow's melting and there's, there's, you know, you can sit outside in the sun for 10 minutes in a day without freezing. Uh, so, so there's, 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 when you have that inner world, when you have that sense of oscillation, you get a real sense of kind of, of, of life. You know, of sort of, of um, of of newness and renewal, um, and and I do think that is the nature of how life works. You can't just continue breathing in. Um, uh, you know, you have you, you, there has to be ebb and flow. There, there it's it's the life to be alive means to be the one who oscillates, the one who goes you know in and out, sway left right. Um, uh, the, I do think this is the nature of, of existence, which basically means to say that to continual success and achievement can't be good for one. You know, without a measure of catastrophe, um, the, the successes can only produce arrogance. You know, if you, it's really difficult for one not to congratulate oneself in your own capacity when you keep on doing, when it keeps on going right then you have to assume I must be doing the right things because look, it's all going right. You know, it's much easier to work out that you're not the boss when you do all the right things and things go wrong. <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of <laughs> so, so if, you know, we really do need oscillation. I mean, uh, to, to play our role as human beings, we can't, if it all goes, if it's just tick, 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 and it's so simply as the formula, and there's, there's a successful life, straight line of sight, my boy, just, you know, then when there is a successful life, well, look at, I'm such a clever boy, you know, but no, it's not how it works. He will, despite your best efforts, he's still going to visit you with a real catastrophe. You know? so, so we really do need ebb and flow uh, to just play our roles. We need to have disaster in our lives. We need to have periods of expansion and periods of contraction. You know, um, it's not good for us to have this perpetual sense of just ongoing achievement and growth, 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 growth. 
you know it's um uh, and also we are actually at our highest not when things are going well because it's such a temptation um to congratulate ourselves when things go well to think that somehow this is our oh you, you oh well done sajab you know you kind of you've got such a successful business yes aren't i so clever you know i kind of like it's so easy to ascribe the success of our lives to ourselves i mean allah tells us this in quran by the way you'll describe the success of your life to yourself and you'll describe the disaster of your life to him hmm. both the disaster and the success are actually up to him and he gives you the disaster so that you can learn about your frailty because all outcomes are with him you know he's the debaser and he's the one who elevates so uh, uh it's um it's uh, it is very good for us it's very good for us to play our role as human beings for us to experience not just the flow but also the ebb not just the expansion but also the contraction and in fact when you get to the, when you get to a particular point in your life you get very suspicious when things start just keep on going right you know there's, there's something wrong here you know there's it's it's like you you know now he's cut you loose it's kind of like he's waiting for you to walk into a pole you know you get uh, and i mean there's a good measure of uh, of difficulty and challenge then the people of this path the fuqara uh, uh, they they are they relieved because they know that that it's, it's he he is providing them with material to contend with they are having to challenge themselves because it is only when things go wrong when things fail for you that you are in a position to hand over the project to him but you recognize this is beyond me you know and that's your highest station that's why you were made so actually your best times is not when things flow for you your best times are the, the the times of of ebb the best times and the times of failing of failure and of uh, you know kind of that's when you are on most likely to be on the musalla most likely to rediscover tahajjud hmm. why should i do tahajjud if i'm if i'm the boss and everything works you know snap my fingers and you know the tea is there it's everybody does as the, as required of them and you know but when things aren't working when um i'm having a difficult night sleeping because i'm worried about this catastrophe that's unfolding around me then getting out of bed to do tahajjud is like an obvious thing to do yeah what else do i do that's when i found that he is the boss so maybe <clears throat> maybe we should have more disasters in our lives not less because maybe that really produces the the one thing that is that that is is a a, a worthy aspiration for a human being and that is the ability to submit the ability to forego and give in that's a worthy aspiration for a human being you know um we spoke about a few episodes before we spoke about this um john paul getty and the man who had achieved it all and just catastrophe and misery around him you know uh, uh you know thinking that wealth was a worthy aspiration for a human being that's a demeaning aspiration for a human being a worthy aspiration for a human being is to is to be able to roll with whatever punch life dishes out to as i'm 
you hand the problem of the outcome to him and you do the best you can and you forego the outcome. You have a way of putting life's ups and downs very simple. That out of excrement comes lettuce and out of lettuce comes excrement. Mm. I suppose this is like every breakdown, there's a breakthrough. And then with every breakthrough, there's a breakdown. Hmm. No, that's exactly right. And, and also, it is progressive. So it's, I mean, it's not just cyclical, it's a spiral. There's kind of, um, you know, uh, it's not, so there's, um, you probably heard of, um, uh, there was this German philosopher, Hegel, uh, in the, um, the the 19th century, early 19th century, who, uh, who had this this uh, this dialectical view of history, and um, it's a, a very interesting theory actually, and it, it, it does sort of describe how things develop. He said, "Any you can you can you know any way of being is kind of making a statement about what is about truth about life, so it mm. makes a thesis." The problem with any thesis is that it'll immediately, with its out of its own dynamic, solicit its opposite. It's negation, it's antithesis. And then these two things will contend to the point where they kind of crash and then produce a, th a, th a synthesis coming together. And that synthesis becomes a new thesis, which then develops an antithesis. And then, so thesis, antithesis, synthesis, that's the engine of the at least the history of thought, if not just history, I think as a, one could even claim that's the, the, the you know the sort of the dynamic of history, and that is how things work. I mean, you, you that um, uh, out of one thing comes its opposite, and with contention between the two produces a new thing, which then just produces its opposite again. Um, and and if you see things from this point of view, you don't get too wedded. I mean, this is the reason why it's useful to have this view of things. You don't get too wedded to a partisan uh, kind of uh, uh, position on either side of the discourse. So let's assume there was a, a party of good called lettuce and a party of evil called excrement. You know, you say, no, but... Uh, you know, excrement is right. That's, you know, or lettuce is right, you know. And whatever, but I mean, that's not how things work. I mean, they're kind of like, you know, don't get so wedded to your position for heaven's sake. I mean, don't get so stuck in the, you know, understand that things flow. Allow yourself to be curious. Allow yourself not to be so partisan, you know, uh, to, uh, to this idea of what's right. Have a bit of a broader view allow things to unfold, allow things to develop. Because then you will see that, in fact, this thing is, it's, it's amazing because the, 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 it is the, 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 the living is a combination of both. If I said to you, listen, I want you to create a drawing, but on this blank piece of paper, you're not allowed to put any marks on it. I mean, you'd say, what have you smoked? This is insane. I mean, I can't do this. But did you know the thing that makes a mark is black? You know, it's like a pencil. It's kind of like this beautifully pristine white piece of paper. You want me to scratch it with black? 
But yes, that's what makes a picture. That's what makes the story. Without the black, there's no story. There's just blank. You know, so, 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 you know, how's this existence going to be interesting if there isn't a pencil? You know, if the, 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 the excrement, the black, the demeaned, the, the criminal, the perverse, the, it wasn't part of the story. If we were all, I mean, why would it be, we, there was no reason, would it be no reason to have left the garden? You know, we'd all be sitting in perfect sort of um, idyllic Eden, you know, kind of all, you know, Play, I don't know what they do, play harps and I, I don't know, sort of skip around the daisies, I, you know. But no, 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 we were cast out. Who, you know, who created the propensity, the propensity for us to be cast? He must have done because he created us. So he created all, he, why? He put us in this, this place of, of suffering and alienation and where there's very, very bold, black, dark strokes. So that we have an interesting story. So it's an adventure. So we can you know, discover that actually underneath it all, it is still white. That this, this little bit of marking is really superficial. You know, it's the, you know, underneath it all, that the, 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 the basic matrix that it all happens in is the same pristine, white, pure, blessing and that the marking is is him is him playing is him exploring so we should we should we should uh, we should learn to govern our self-righteous horror that doesn't mean to say that and please don't get me wrong that doesn't mean to say we i i think one should bless malevolence there mm. is malevolence in the world you know Terrible things do get done to children. There, there are muggings. There are old people who get beaten up. And the people who do that must, must get their comeuppance and all of that. But you don't have to carry that as a, as, as a deep kind of um, sort of bitterness in your heart that there's all this evil in the world. Mm. Um, you can afford to see it as part of, part of the, uh, the, the fabric of what, what is producing an interesting story. Now, it sounds as if being judgmental is actually a gross form of arrogance. So, you know, most, mostly brought up to think, you know, a leper doesn't change his spots and people don't fundamentally change. Hmm. So, Sajjad Sahab, I was a child of apartheid. Hmm. And... Um, I can tell you that all the assumptions about people, about black people that I was taught as a child, mm. that I was formally taught, by the way, because that I was taught this in primary school, that they were less than me, that they were, that they were unhygienic beings. You can't drink off the same vessel. You were, got polluted if you drank out of the same vessel as a black person. I've discovered to my shock that those adults who taught me that stuff, thinking they were kind of preparing me for a good life, mm. lied. Hmm. It wasn't true. Yeah. So I know the wrong side of prejudice. It's one thing to suffer the one side of prejudice when it's being aimed at you. 
It's another thing when it's been inculcated into you. This, this, um, you know, that, 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 that actually, it's, there's no, the most dismissible story by a person, the prostitute who gives the dog water out of her shoe. The, I mean, these things, who are you to say? Who are you to judge? You know, um, uh, that, uh, so, so we, we, this, we spoke before about the difference between predatory and receptive attention. We said predatory attention is like what a lion does. It's kind of, it's all about being a go-getter. And receptive attention is basically learning how to listen, learning how to stand back. You know? Now, you can speak about the register of internal dialogue. What I mean by register is the tone. So, you know, like, you know, like, like for instance, you could read, read a Stephen King novel and the tone would be like depressing or, or, or sinister. You could read a, uh, an adventure novel. It'll be an exciting register to the text. And just like text has tone or register that you're reading, so the text in your head has a tone or a register. The, the register of the text of your internal dialogue, the register to your internal dialogue when, you're, when your attention is predatory, is judgmental. The register, the register of your, the tone of your internal dialogue, or the, 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 the register of your internal dialogue when your attention is receptive is curious. So you're far more interested to see the next, so what's this going to turn, what's going on here? Let it, out of this, what's coming towards me? I want to understand a bit more. You know, the moment you've made the, the judgment, the understanding stops because you've now put the thing in a box. You know, but when the box is open, it's permeable. It can always surprise you with something else. So, so we we the more judgmental we are, the more stupid we become. The 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 more we we think we've seen it all, and the more the the more uh, clearly the more uh, dismissive we become. And what do we become dismissive of? His work. What is his work? The world you're looking at. What is there in the world that you're looking at that he hasn't made? And you're looking down on that and you're saying, this is beneath me. This is, I'm superior to this. Yo, I wouldn't do that if I were you. No. So, so um, this thing of being judgmental, this thing of assuming that you know, and of demeaning and diminishing things around you is, is a deep, deep, deep flaw. And it's very destructive. And, and in fact, it, it, it eventually produces a, a miserable life and a contentious life because you, you, you know, I'm sure one of the worst of, if I asked you, tell me what some of the worst experiences of your life, of your life would have been. There would always be instances of having been demeaned or, 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 or um, uh, dismissed or trivialized by others. And that's what judgmental people do. They do it all the time. Uh, and so if subjectively, you know, just how miserable the experience is, if I, uh, you know, you know, it's, what gives you the right to kind of dole out this, so lavishly dole out this misery to all the people you meet? I mean, really, isn't that, isn't the, the, the habit of the Rasul supposed to be the opposite? That your your day-to-day -day action is supposed to be sadaka, you know, smile at people, raise the thing up to the man standing on the horse, be helpful, be kind, be gentle. I mean, this is, surely this is not... Uh, sort of, um, you know, the, the, he's not saying make sure that every time you walk away from somebody, that person feels diminished and demeaned. 
Surely he means every time you walk away from somebody, make sure that that person has felt elevated and 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 raised up by having in, uh, encountered you. That's what a Muslim should do, not demean. So I I don't think that this 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 sort of this judgmental thing is does us any good at all. And what do you mean when you say, as you are with the world, so the world is with you? If whenever I give somebody something, I only do it, I'm not being generous. I'm doing it to um, develop a feeling of obligation. Uh, so, you know, because, uh, you know, you're not, you know, you owe me. You need, so next time I come to you, I tap you, you need to reciprocate. And that's why I give you stuff. Every, every, everything I, I, I give to somebody else isn't giving in a spirit of generosity, in the spirit of giving to give away. It's given in the spirit of making an investment. Assume I give like that. All right. When I see somebody giving to me, what am I going to assume? I'm going to assume this other person is trying to get one over me. Which means to say that irrespective of what his, his intent is with me, I read the same intent in him as what I carry myself. What's worse is I will then respond accordingly to the intent that I read. You see? Oh, he's trying to get one over me. So, so despite the fact that the person is being really genuine, really giving to give away, trying to be, I treat them with great suspicion. I'm really distrustful of what you're doing. You know? And then the guy said, but God, he's completely misreading my motive. You know, you know, he doesn't trust me. I can't trust him because he doesn't trust me. Yeah. And then before you know it, I, the person who's been having this, this manipulating way of looking at the world, am confronted by a world that's manipulating me back. So as you are, so if you, if you really want to work out who you are, read the text around you. If you see the people around you manipulating, and they all then 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 understand you're looking at your mirror. If you see the people around you are genuinely supportive of you, you're looking at your mirror. If you're looking at the people around you, you see the people around you are, are miserly with you, you're looking at your mirror. They're manipulating with you, you're looking at your mirror. You know, you the world that you're in is a reflection of who you are. You literally construct particularly your social world, the people around you, you construct the nature of the engagement with you transaction by transaction. We might have spoken about this before. If I want something from you, your ability to withhold gives you power over me. Mm. That makes you dangerous to me because you can manipulate me. So I'm vulnerable to you. But not only am I vulnerable to you, precisely because I'm trying to get something out of you, you would experience me as dangerous to you. You're vulnerable to me. So when I'm vulnerable to you and you're vulnerable to me, we have conflict. And how did I produce this conflict? Because I took into my engagement with you and intend to get something out of you. So the conflict that I experience is the product of my intent. I could have had a different intent. I could have walked into the engagement with the intent to be helpful to you. You know, the moment I do that, you can't withhold anything. I'm safe from you. But not only am I safe from you, but precisely because you try to be uh, because I'm giving something to you, you're safe from me. I'm safe from you, and you're safe from me. And we're safe from each other, we have harmony. Now, if I do that 20 times over in a day, when I reflect on the world that I'm in, 
if I've been constantly trying to be helpful to others, I recognize that this world is populated by my benefactors and my allies. These people are on my side, they're not trying to get do me in, you know. Um, uh, so I've manufactured that world. I manufactured that world on the basis, the world that you face is the product of your intent, nothing else. You manufacture that world. SubhanAllah. Sheikh Saab, thank you again. Um... Listeners, you are listening to Millennium Discourses. We will be back tomorrow with another topic. We would like to thank Etzko Skatema. Till tomorrow, Allah Hafiz from us all.